Okay, a little story time. So gather around. I recently changed jobs about uh, a little over two years ago. Uh, the previous job I had was as an engagement specialist. And one thing I thought was really engaging was getting the employees into a fantasy football league. Um, so I did. I was hoping to get multiple leagues going, but, you know, baby steps first time around. People were excited. People were into it. Some of them have played before some in competitive leagues. One of our vice presidents was in it. He was talking a lot of trash. But it was great. You know, he was new as well. And so I think he was really trying to, you know, familiarize themselves with some of the employees. Job wasn't working out so great. And I started looking for another one and eventually found the, the job I love today. But when I told them my start date, I made it past the fantasy championships. Because, you know, the first year at that job, the engagement specialist took home the trophy <laughs> and then exited stage left. So thank you very much, everybody. And this is Payne Productions. Welcome. Sean and Mike's back. We got to we gotta put a bow on this fantasy season. Hello. What's, up, man? <laughs> What's going on? This, it's going great, man. I actually constructed the trophy for that. Shout out to the Idea Store in Urbana. If you're ever looking for, uh, they have a bunch of like old soccer trophies, bowling trophies, all kind of random stuff. They cost like one or two dollars each, and like you can easily kind of pop off the things. And so I made this whole fantasy trophy, and, and we we did a fantasy league, and then I ended up taking down the whole thing, but. I couldn't exit the job until I until I knew I was the champion. I, I had to walk out like that, man. So that's that's the kind of uh, the level we're at here. If you've been following along all season, uh, Mike, Sean, and myself, we play in multiple leagues. We've been kind of tracking our progress throughout the league, making some bold predictions. Some were great, some fell short, but that's kind of how the how it goes. So uh, happy sure, New Year, yeah. guys! How are you doing? Happy New Year. Doing great, man. Yeah, Happy New Year to you as well. Yeah, things going great down here in St. Louis. I think, I think I'm think i past the Larry David rule on when I can say Happy New Year, but I haven't seen you guys in a while. So did you guys make any... I haven't talked to you since the New Year, yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, did you guys make any resolutions? Definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose weight. Yeah? Did you set That's a goal? The, uh, no, but I'm going right. to lose weight. Right, that's it that's all that I counts got, man. that counts it does count uh, we're gonna join a gym uh i'm not gonna post anything before or after but i'm going to make myself feel good there you go year. nice feeling man. feeling good feeling healthy is really what it's all about i, sh- I should be doing that i i didn't i i, I didn't do resolutions i kind of just made a list of of shit i want to do next year it's not mm-hmm. like a it's not like a bucket list because it's nothing really exciting but like there's all this stuff that i'm like you know what i should do that someday and i never write it down and i forget until the situation arises again so it's mostly trivial things but i'm gonna have fun kind of knocking like i'm i've never made a beer can chicken you know when you, stand, <laughs> you stand them up on the grill and like the whole, it's never done that man so i made it no i'm gonna make a beer can chicken this year it kind of sounds like from parks and rec uh andy's like list of things that he wanted to do. Like he had never held a thousand dollars in his hand before. 
there you go that's probably what it was embedded in my memory somewhere yeah yeah i i don't have any bucket hats i'm gonna get a bucket hat um there you go i'm gonna learn to sew it's the small things yeah man it's gonna be a fun year of activities yeah all right so back to fantasy football how how did we fare i for the first time in four years i did not win one single championship oh man i know i did i did (laughs) i I got one championship. Uh, I got a third place. I got a fourth place, which was a $75 heartbreaker where I lost by three points. Uh, and then I got a fifth place because I drafted poorly. <laughs> you got to have a bad beat story. You lost by three points. What happened? Oh, I just, that was purely um, because of stupid outthinking myself. Yeah, uh, we all do it. So I, I'd said earlier in the year, like I think it was the, the mid-season when we were talking about players to, to target that you wanted to add to your team. Uh, and I specifically said I wanted Noah Fant because he had a really good finish to the season. Yep. Uh, I had Cole Komet on my team, and I'm thinking, well, Fant's been really up and down. Uh, you know, he's going up against the Chargers who, you know, he should torch. But, you know, Komet's been getting some targets. I'm not super sold on what Fant's doing. I'll go with Komet. And Fant ended up with, like, 21 <laughs> points yeah. that final game. And Komet had, like, five. <laughs> had I, I made a couple other mistakes, but had I just done that one, I would have gotten another Right. One. That would have that sealed it. How about been you, Mike? Five bucks. How I think you the uh, highest I finished was third in three leagues. Fifth, and then I got a couple ones where, depending on how they look at the score, you know, <laughs> I either finished last in them or I had oh, a man. great uh, consolation run. So <laughs> uh, I did not do well this year. Listened to too many experts and didn't play with my gut. And that's uh, going to change next year. There you go. Yeah. I uh my third place finish that was the highest I finished as well, and that was the same thing. I uh, I knew Baltimore's secondary was depleted, and I decided I'm going to play Dak Prescott over Joe Shiesty. And uh, oh man, <laughs> and to be honest, Dak could have outscored him. He really could have if Washington yeah. would have just done a damn thing, man. He was he had like three or four touchdowns by halftime. And I was like, okay, okay. But no, he, uh, he got benched and uh, to, to preserve himself and not, not focusing down on the texts I was sending him that I still needed another 12 or more points. And uh, therefore uh, I ended up not playing in the championship game. So. She needed like yeah. 60 from, from Dak that game. Didn't you get like 40? Yeah. <laughs> he, still, he still played well yeah he still played well oh yeah i mean he didn't have joe burrow I'm, explosion right the fact that i'm i mean there were other flaws in my team but that's another one that you know if i just would have made the one you know it, it made sense but it, i was taking the opposite direction i figured that that Bengals were going to be straight whooping them and then it was they were just going to run the ball Cause they've done that in the past, like his, his past attempts when they were winning by like 
over two scores dropped significantly. I didn't read the bulletin board material until after the game when they're talking uh, about his gold jacket and all that. I'm like, oh shit, I should have saw this coming. All right. So what did we learn? I, I, you said uh, you're not going to listen anymore or not anymore, but less experts. Did you change your style drafting this year, Mike, or, or what happened, man? Or was it just making changes throughout the season? It was uh, the damn injury bug that everybody got. And mm-hmm. right. some of my guys just didn't perform when I needed them to. Um, like my team that finished third, I had it stacked with trades. So I had uh, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Top. Who, who's the running back for the Colts? Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> your, your favorite You're thinking team? of Jonathan Taylor Thomas from the uh, <laughs> yeah. 90s sitcom Home Improvement. There you and go. And also the voice of, of young Simba. There you go. Oh, my yeah. favorite cartoon. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I had him and Kamara. And then I had traded Lamar Jackson. So Joe Shiesty could be my my QB one. And then I just outthought myself on all the receivers. So I had nah. Pittman, Claypool, Waddle, Chase. And, and I just couldn't put them together at the right time. Mm. So, and then I had Noah Fant. Uh, fire move and uh dawson knox and never knew when to play which one yeah Mm, that's That's kind of yeah yeah that happens to me i kind of like it when i don't have options exactly when you just (laughs) go with it man and then you listen to the experts and everybody was telling me which tight end to start right and it was always the wrong one yeah that's yeah that year, the story I told at the beginning, uh, it was a year George Kittle got hurt and I had no tight ends. I ended up playing Will Disley, who ended up, oh man, crushing for me, man. He was great, dude. He, he came out of nowhere and then they traded off. Like, and then he he went out and Kittle came back and, it, and he ended up finishing strong. But it was one of those things where there was nothing on the wire. It was, I'm riding or dying with this kid and, and, and it just happened to click. So, Sometimes not having like three tight ends or you know whatever is the way to go. What about it's you? It's too Sean? many cooks. It's too many cooks. Yeah. Um, for me, the the biggest thing that I so the, the 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 team that I finished fifth with was pretty lucky to be fifth. Um, <laughs> because I made the cardinal mistake of drafting not only a quarterback early but a tight end early. Ooh. I had I had a high pick in the draft. I had second overall, and I had I took Dalvin Cook, which not great, but what are you going to do? So I'm sitting there. It's a 12 team league coming up on the end of the second, start of the third, and I knew it was, it's a league that tends to draft quarterbacks early, and tends to draft tight ends early. So I'm like, I'm going to lock down a quarterback and a tight end this year, and then I'll be fine everywhere else. I'll be able to fill in. Everywhere else, and I'll have an advantage at every level. So I took Mahomes and I took Kittle at the two-three kind of turn, uh, which was really stupid uh, because then I think we (laughs) talked about this. My first wide receiver that I took in that league was Brandon Ayuk. Ooh, Um, I I did take. I had Pittman and I had Mike Williams in that league, so it helped a bit because I I did draft well later on, but. I had none of that top end talent, especially when, when Dalvin cook didn't really perform like it was supposed to. I was real weak at running back and a wide receiver. So 
I think I need to, to go back to doing what I normally do, which is load up on your, your, your running backs and receivers early. You can take a, a, a quarterback later in the draft. You could take, you know, if I would have taken Herbert in round eight, I would have right. been super happy. Right. Uh, exactly. Hurts early on in the season, you know, right. Hurts burrow uh, combo. You could have gotten right. late. Something you know, like, like that. Like, instead of right. you know, thinking that Mahomes is going to be the one that's going to ride it. Yeah. Don't take a quarterback early. Or you could have been unless that you're guy taking. That, yeah. Yeah. Or you could have been that guy that drafted Tannehill thinking he was going to save you. And then that backfired too. So, right. It can go both ways. So yeah, it was, it was, it was panic. It was panic drafting on my part. I had a, what I thought was a plan going in and the, the two running backs that I was going to take at the end of the second round, like the ones that I was targeting got taken like directly in front of me and I panicked. Right. So you gotta, you gotta be able to, to, to zig when others are zagging <laughs> sometimes, but that was, that was too much of a zag. Way too Go much bold. I'm going bold, man. I, I did. I'm, I'm, I'm committed now. And I immediately regretted it too. I knew as soon as I got done with the two picks, I'm like, that was stupid. I was like, can I trade during the draft? Is it, is it possible to, to trade during the draft and get another running back? Cause my team's shit. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, I would, I would say have a better plan going in and kind of stick to the plan. Have, have multiple. Okay. If these guys go, what am I going to do type thing? So don't deviate. Don't, don't get impulsive. Don't be buying, you know, the, uh, the candy bars in the checkout lane. Don't impulse buy. Uh, go with what you want to do and, and don't deviate from it in your draft. Well, that's my fear. I, I'm afraid I didn't learn anything. The only thing, because I'm still, well, all right, the one change, I'm not going to draft the same with all my teams because I'm fully okay. committed to Sparkle zero motion. RB. Yeah, I committed to zero RB this year. And, uh, I'm a big fan of it anyway. And I think as we saw this year with the uh, Dante Foreman's coming through, Justin Jackson, Elijah Mitchell, I feel like every year coming down the stretch, um, I mean, I, I picked up Penny, who who was great for me down. You know, I feel like running backs always come out of nowhere, even when you think you got the backup lock. You know, how much uh, Sir, Trey Sermon did I have that they gave me shit? Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, – <laughs> But like when you think you have a backfield figured out, you don't. And um, but the 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 caveat to that is, you know, don't draft Calvin Ridley, or uh, you know, you got to really hit on those wide receivers. So yeah, yeah, you do. You know, um, I think my biggest, I, I I think I'm off the Tyreek Hill train. I think the swings are too 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 big for me. Yeah, he's gonna win you a few weeks, but he can also give you like a three or four. He's he's rich man's Mike Evans. That's what I've said before. Is you yeah. got to be there for the swings. He'll, he'll have a fifty point game and he'll have a five point game. I think he had a in in the the semifinals this year. He had like a three point three point something game. Because so I have in one, yeah. in one of my leagues and I couldn't believe it. Right. So yeah, I had too many lockets, too many hills. I I, I kind of went a little off kilter there. More Justin Jefferson's, more Devontae Adams, more of this just the consistent, you know, this dude is going to – and in his worst week, he'll give you a, a 13 or 14 kind of receiver. And, and, and I, I think, think those guys are good. You can have the the Tyreek Hills and you can have the Mike Evanses, but you got to have like a Hunter Renfro uh, that's going to be right. like your PPR monster to who's going to get 
six or seven catches for 70 yards every game and he's not going to score many touchdowns yeah or you do the split and you do a wider you know a Tyreek Hill and an RB1, you know, an RB1. You don't commit yeah. to wide receiver, wide receiver, because that way you know at least one of your players is getting at least 15, 16 touches a game and is supposed to be one of the focal points on the offense. But uh, yeah, so I think uh, I'm not going to push all in on that. And I think I'm done with uh, trying to be cute with uh, the Michael Thomas effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> taking a guy Guilty. you know oh it's round eight it's round nine no big deal you know like this but when it hits man i'm gonna be you guys are caked you guys Guilty. are guilty as my son says you're shrek uh you'll <laughs> i don't know where that came from but i've been using it all the time man he's like i'm shrekking this puzzle dad all right dude um but yeah it's uh that's never gonna work or it, it or it won't work as much for as much shit as I talked about not wanting CMC this year because he's going to get hurt and he's going to yo-yo and he actually did mm-hmm. it. I still had share, shares of Michael Thomas on all my teams. I still was banking on Jerry Judy coming back from uh, injury and, and, and instead of going harder on wide receivers in, in the waiver wire. Cause I'm like, ah, two more weeks till Judy, I'm going to actually spend my fab on tight end and running back, you know, yeah. Once he comes back, I'll be great. That first game, man, he was getting targeted like a beast, you know, like nobody that's injured. Yeah. I'm just cutting bait. I'm trading on potential. I'm just not getting the comeback story. None of that. None of that anymore. A day. <laughs> None of it anymore, man. It's too cute, dude. It's too cute. It just seems like I'm getting a wide receiver one in the ninth round. What you know about that? <laughs> And then your your notifications pop up on your phone. That's like, yeah, he's not coming back to practice this week. Nah, not after the bye either. Nah, and it's just like shit. Not gonna fall for it this year. I'm not. I didn't fall into the Josh Gordon trap this year. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for that one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, when uh, so every year since 2014, whatever it was, his breakout year was. Right. It's at like some point during the season, yeah. <laughs> at some point during the season, I added Josh Gordon to one of my teams, and uh, we were. I was in the car with my wife, and she got like she was looking at her phone. She's like, "Hey, do you see Josh Gordon's back in the league?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "You're gonna add him again, aren't you?" I'm like, you know, I I, I think I'm not gonna do it this year. And she's like, "Oh, you're all grown up now." <laughs> We know who's every dude, year. The dude next year, it's it's going to be Antonio Brown. Oh yeah. So yeah, they're oh, yeah. going to be waiting for Antonio Brown to pop up on a team, and and I don't think it's going to happen. Like I heard this, both sides, and I had his back until he started doing those live interviews. And <laughs> once I saw those live interviews, I was like, yeah, this dude's crazy. If there's one thing you know about the NFL, they love crazy man. So never count them out. Never count them out. See, and then when it happens, him. everybody will say, I sh- you should have known. You're going to draft him. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. He, he, he needs some, some serious help from what it sounds like. It's, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think he's a stable dude. Um, so I hope, hope he gets the help that he needs because it's absolutely. I mean, for as much as I should have a destructive on, phase. Yeah. Right. As much as I shit on my own pick of Calvin Ridley, I'm not mad at him. You know, yeah, like some absolutely some players, some players, you know, know know themselves better. And you know, I 
he may come back and be the biggest value of, you know, I, I think he spurned so many people. He might come back and be one of the biggest values of the draft next year. Yeah, for sure. He could be, you know, if he's, you know he's line. Help. The, he's gotten the help that he needs and he's in a good headspace. You know, right. it's, he's going to be like a fifth or sixth rounder because no one's going to trust him and he could just go bonkers for you. Yeah. I had him pegged as, as the number one wide receiver. So that's, that's how my predictions went, but Speaking of number ones, let's get into and I I think we're all gonna have the same answer here because it's, it's pretty obvious. But the fantasy MVP this year was you can go two Cooper ways, Cup. yeah. You Cooper can go Cup, Cooper. Right? Yeah, I got JT as my my love, but he didn't yeah. start off as hot as Cooper, but consistently he brought yeah. it home. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Cooper. I mean, for the the, the value of where you got him. To be that far ahead of every other wide receiver, yeah, it's tough to say that anybody else was your your fantasy MVP other than Cooper Cup. And the consistency of it. Yeah. Like, I kept waiting week. for, for like, you know, a couple off weeks. Every time I was matched up against him, I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Come on, Higby. Yep. Come on, Higby. You just you get a couple touchdowns this game. It's a Higby game. It's got to be. No. We've talked he about He just that. kept piling on me. Cup every time. Yeah, I, I do like the JT, uh, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas talk though. Um, he he's in my deep dynasty league where you get you get him for their entire career, and he he led that team to the the title for me. He was uh, just a complete beast in that second half of the season. Just kind of carried me to the championship. Yeah, so it's good to see. Uh, it's good to see that young young man doing what I was hoping he could do it with his considerable talents behind that good offensive line. I'm curious. How, I, I wish that Derrick Henry wouldn't have got hurt. I would yeah. have loved to have seen that battle. I think Henry That'd still finished fun. like ninth in rushing or something crazy like that. Definitely in the top ten. But, th- th- but that would have been a, a, an awesome battle because nobody really, you know, who knows how many how many years Henry has left at the, at the workload he's getting? So I, that would have been kind of a cool one two punch, kind of change the game. I have a couple but other it, thoughts on just based yeah. on uh, value and what you got for the value, kind of your 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 value MVPs for the for the season. Uh, hard to beat Joe Burrow for what he yeah. did in the the championship, the semifinal in one of my leagues combined for about a hundred points in those two weeks, it was a league winner for you. If you, if you had him. Oh yeah. Um, and then other running backs, Leonard Fournette and, uh, and Connor were both oh, top yeah. five top eight running backs from guys that you probably took fourth, fifth, sixth round. That's, oh, Connor that's was value. Late. That's going to win you. Yeah. That's value. That's going to win you leagues. Connor was double digits. I think in, in a lot of leagues I was in and, and Burrow went undrafted in a lot of leagues I was in. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of leagues I was in, people only take one QB because they're not QB, two QB leagues. And, you know, so – and he was picked up after that first chase breakout, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but personally – What about you? you? Know, for, what about you? For me, as far as the actual – you know, the fantasy MVP to me is definitely Cup. Um, but personally on my team, my team's a plural, like I, I'm still 
Justin Jefferson's now the apple in my eye, man. I just I don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be going forward. So that's kind of concerning. But like um that guy was just the, the modicum of consistency for me. Mm-hmm. So like as far as my team, I, I was like, I always got he's got my back. So I don't know if for me, you're the real one, JJ. Like I I I, I loved him. Um I traded Mixon. <laughs> which which hurt but i think he definitely needs some shine for this season he's yeah. not the number one rb but he definitely powered a lot of teams through there for for a big stretch of games so i think that'll be an interesting conversation for next year um yeah i think those two are the two more consistent and surprising well not surprising so much for jefferson but um two players i felt were like mvb caliber so on that on that Jefferson note, he only had two games all season where he didn't have either five catches or a touchdown. That's right. how consistent he was. Yeah, you're 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 spot on. You look at some of the targets that he had, like coming down the stretch, starting week 10, he had 11 targets, 10 targets, 9, 14, <laughs> 15, 10, 12, 11. Yeah. He was getting That's- he was getting fed. That's just that's beautiful. That that's what I want. That's that's who I should have targeted instead of Ridley or Hill, you know. But I felt like that's again, like Mike was saying, that's the experts thing. You go in with these rankings and you and you yeah. can talk yourself into it. You know, Tyreek Hill can give you like 45 point games and like, mm-hmm. you know, he can do all these things. And Ridley, you know, is is like the young buck that's coming off a sick year, you know, their running game is suspect. Ryan can still sling it. You know, uh, Julio's out of town. This is going to be it. You know, you start talking, but JJ, I should have just went there. Who knows what happened, but I still haven't talked myself out of zero RB though. Let's get into bus. Who is, who is your, who's the overall fantasy MVP or <laughs> LVP, I guess. Fantasy least valuable player. <laughs> yeah. Who is the biggest bust you think on the season? If you not doesn't have to be on your team, but the 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 bizarro world Cooper Cup. We can throw and mental health is is a serious issue, but Calvin Ridley uh, hurt me tremendously. Had a lot of a lot of investment in him, and he didn't play good. And then once he uh, stepped out, I was just like, oh man, what am I going to do? So I had to scramble uh, with him. And then uh, I don't know. Like I'll come come back to me. I got some more. So I think I'm I'm think CMC is. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, CMC is a an easy call out just because he got hurt. You drafted him first overall, and and he did not perform like first overall. But getting hurt, I think if you're not if you're knocked out for the season, I think that's that's one of those that you can't really hold too much against him. Uh, though I still do have a couple of guys that on my list that got hurt a bit during the season. So I have by position uh, running back. I got Saquon. Even when he came back and was healthy, he was not performing like a guy who you drafted in the top five. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was, was not a dude that performed like a second round pick at running back uh, at receiver. Our very own uh, Allen Robinson that's the one was a, a fantasy black hole. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Galladay out in uh, out in New York was was bad. Even when he was playing, he was not good just because that 
it's kind of a dumpster fire of an offense. And then Ryan, you and I talked about this, uh, Darren Waller. Yeah. Did not perform like we all thought Darren Waller was going to perform. No, not for where he's being drafted. People were taking him in like the second round in yeah. a lot of leagues. I was, you know, they, they bumped him ahead of Kittle and, and, and everybody should have been picking Andrews, but instead of, you know, it's again the the target beast and the narrative and everything else that comes into it. And he is a, a physical specimen, but man, I have a hard time. I mean, Kelsey to me is the only true like can't miss. Yeah. Surefire tight end. I, I have a hard time taking tight ends higher than that. If I don't get in a good spot to take Kelsey, I'm just sitting. I'll take a mid. I'll take a mid, but yeah, a Rob, in my opinion, if you went like running back, running back for some people, that was like their wide receiver one. And they were happy, ecstatic about it in like the third round, like, Oh shit, here we go. I got a Rob wide receiver one. And he just, as, as our favorite TikToker would say, he shit the bucket, man. It was, it was terrible. It was, I feel like it, as a, as a, avid bears watcher i just felt like after he got that franchise tag he was like all right i'm done i i'm i'm not i'm not with this team anymore and i don't ever want to call a man's character into it but i i I just feel like he did not seem like the same guy this year so i don't know maybe it's maybe he had an injury that no one knew about uh maybe he just I, i don't know it they didn't seem to be running plays for him they didn't seem to be you know, trying to, to work to get him open. And he didn't seem like he was all that interested in, in getting open some of the time. Yeah, no. And, I, you know, in some ways you can't blame him. The offense was pretty brutal, but I mean, you're yeah. a professional and, and you have your job and in, in the past, I mean, we, he's been in some pretty rough offenses as well and still been the lone bright spot. Yeah. So nobody saw it coming. I, I told you if you listen to my advice to, to trade for him in like week four. Because I was <laughs> he like, was oh, a, he's not going to do this yeah. all season. He was a buy low candidate on I don't know how many podcasts I listen yeah. to. Buy low now. Buy yep. low now. Buy low now. <laughs> and then by like week six, everybody's like, okay, you can drop him. <laughs> Sabotage drop him is what they call it, you know. Let someone else pick him up thinking they got gold. Like I, I did I pick did. him up in one of my leagues. Yeah. Uh, that's a dynasty league just to put him at the end of my bench and hope that he gets in a better situation next year. Oh, in a dynasty league, of course. Yeah. I made the same mistake with Robbie Anderson. I picked him up like, mm-hmm. oh, man, this can't last forever. You know, they're eventually Darn- Darnold's going to sit down and somebody's going to maybe, you know, click with him. And yeah, no, nah, that, that didn't happen. So. All right. So going forward. We're always looking forward next year. You know, <clears throat> I joke all the time that I'm going to retire uh, after seasons like this, but I, I know I'm not going to. I You're love it too to much. So some of the good and bad players going into next, next year, we already touched on a couple of them. Where would you take, say, you know, Calvin Ridley has a clean bill of health. Everything's good. Back at workouts, firing all cylinders. I got my life figured out, ladies and gentlemen. Ready to go. Where would you feel comfortable drafting him in 2022? I will let you guys all draft him next year. I pass uh, it entirely. 
I'm going to add him to my Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook and CMC list and 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 avoid him at all costs. Uh, Matt Ryan didn't impress me this year. Cordell Patterson impressed me, but Matt Ryan did not. I don't think uh, Matt Ryan's going to be there next year. That's what I'm saying. So who's going to be there? I have to see that. <laughs> um, Fair I think, enough. I think Kurt's going to end up in, in Cleveland. And Baker is going to end up somewhere where he's a backup trying to get on. Probably throw, just throw him in Washington and, and try and fight <laughs> okay. his way onto the field, too. But it depends on who the quarterback is for Atlanta. But I am not. I'm out of the Ridley game. I'm out of the. Everybody has a price. Let's say he's still there in the in the just like a million dollar round. man. Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Everybody's He's got a still price. there in the sixth round and you're set at running back and you got a wide receiver one. You've got maybe even two wide receivers. So Ridley would be your wide receiver three. You wouldn't take him in the sixth round. The last sixth round decision I had was between Bobby trees and Cooper <laughs> cup. And I went with Bobby trees. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> so I'm going somewhere young. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not, I'm not going with him. You guys can have him. And you can tell me about how good he was one game. <laughs> Sean, how about you, man? I'll probably go in uh, fifth round, fifth round, sixth round. I, I again, trust the talent. Uh, but again, that's also to my detriment. Like I did with Allen Robinson this year. I figure he'll be an undervalued guy who's really talented. We've seen him be a top eight receiver. Uh, assuming that he's saying he's all good and, you know, everything that he needed to get helped with, you know, he's, he's gotten help with and he's, you know, he's hundred percent back and he's hundred percent ready to go. I think you in fourth or fifth round, you're buying a guy at wide receiver two, that could be a wide receiver one easy. Yeah. I'm looking late fourth, early fifth. If I got that pick, I'm, I'm taking him there. That's, that's where I'm getting tested. That's where I'm getting tested on my whole new, outlook that i just set set forward on on mm-hmm. you guys it's like i'm thinking that's a good one round. that's a real good question i'm thinking fifth round but i'm i'd be lying if i if, if i had a late pick in the fourth if i wouldn't be nervous that someone else is going to take them in the fifth before i come back around again oh yeah and so i i might pull the trigger i might pull the trigger in the fourth just because of uh, man if i had well, I'll get into some of my, some of the running backs that I'm really targeting. So let's go with someone safe. Let's say I have like an Eckler and and two and two receivers because I you know I love my receivers. So I've got two receivers and Eckler, and I and now I feel like I can flex Ridley if I pick him in mm-hmm. the fourth. Ooh man, that'll be tough for me. So I, my my head is saying fifth, but my heart will probably pull in the fourth if he's still there so i i guess stay true to self even though i'll try to talk myself out of it and i'll be talking shit in the chat after i do it like you're all going down so i just got three number one wide receivers on my team but uh that's gonna be a tough one are you guys touching cmc with the first round pick next year never and we're at in in the first round would you feel comfortable I, I I would pass on the first round, honestly. <laughs> on a and first? I, I would. And what team is he going to be on? Because they're going to trade him. Um, and then who is he sharing the backfield with? Um, but, yeah, I would pass on him in the first round. I'll let you guys get him, and I will Man. 
I will stand by and watch. I've had him three years in a row. And <laughs> I won a championship with him three years ago. And the last two years have been heartbreak. So I, I don't feel like getting my heart broke again. I respect that. I wish I had that. I wish I had that strength, Mike. You got to pass yeah. me some of that. Pass me some of that juice, dude. You, you can have them. They don't even have a quarterback. <laughs> so he's got to get out of there. And then wherever he goes, you got to tell me the situation before. I mean, if he's in a good situation, I couldn't even tell you what a good situation would be. But he's, he needs a line. And no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't need to be the workhorse. You've that seen might be the he issue. doesn't need to be. He, do, he doesn't need a line. And, and he can be the number one player of the number one players. But that might be the issue is maybe they're worried about his workload now. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a small ish running back, but. You've you've seen him be the one of ones. Yeah, I know it's there. And even when even on a bad a cool, team yeah. with no blocking, with no other weapons around him, you've seen him be the one of ones. I of course, I I'm taking him in the first round. We're at the mid first, mid to late first. No problem. hundred percent. So yeah, if he's there, you have you have the sixth pick, and he's there. Yeah. Yes. What about but, in a non non PPR league? I don't play non PPR leagues. <laughs> I'm kidding, because yeah, even in his bad bad games, he still has like nine receptions, and it's crazy. But I the durability and the workload situation, I, I'm siding with Mike here. I think. The earliest I'd take if I if I'm at the very last pick of the first round was there. You're waiting all the way to the end of the first. Yeah, because I know I got the very next pick, so it'll help me feel better. Because if I pick them too early, I'm 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 pissed off at the other eleven people that pick before me again. That I should have taken him. Man, that was dumb. I should have taken him. But if I get him and I can follow him up with either, you know, the safest running back I can think of. Or, you know, no doubter, wide receiver one, then I'll mm-hmm. be like, all right. And then I'm just going to hammer running back probably to my detriment after, you know, the stress yeah. of it all is what gets me. All right. Um, coming back from injury and speaking of workloads, Derrick Henry, where are you drafting Derrick Henry next year? He might actually come back and play in the playoffs. So you might get a little sample of how he's feeling before the end of the season. I think that'll go a long way to, to putting. So if, if I'm going to be picking fifth and like, if I, if I have the, the four, the foreknowledge to know I'm going to pick fifth, I hope Derek comes back and he's bad. So then no one <laughs> takes him before me. Okay. Okay. I want people's lasting image of him to be, Oh man, he came back and he wasn't the same dude. Uh, you know, he only got, he had 12 rushes and, and, you know, 30 yards that playoff game, man. I, I can't trust him. Uh, yeah, I'm trusting. Yeah, 100%. So fifth, nice. What about yeah, you, Mike? Top five. Yeah, is, sure. Is he another one on your ban list, Mike? He is not uh, okay. yet. Um, but he was earlier in his career uh, when everybody <laughs> was grabbing him early. But these last few years, he's he's been the man. So, yeah, I would definitely take him top five, top four. Easily, easily. Yep. And I wouldn't feel bad about it until Tannehill started throwing the ball. Yeah, I mean, they're still, I mean, they're still the number one seed. I mean, they still got a strong squad and they can make improvements. You know, I don't know if they can improve on Tannehill based on 
the draft this year. You know, they're not going to put a rookie in there. And and I think some other teams are going to be paying a little bit higher for the high price free agents that I have coming up in a little bit. So I think it, it will be Tannehill, but I mean, they, they're a run, run forward team. I mean, you, you saw what happened with Hilliard and Foreman and, mm-hmm. and these patchwork of guys that they got going here, busting off long runs or, you know, getting an obscene amount of carries, you know, Foreman was one of my better pickups and I picked up every single one of my teams. <laughs> I picked up every single running back that they had. I had four Titans running backs on my team. You're like, one of these guys is going to hit. I, I, Somebody, I did. Somebody's going to hit. I did. I picked up AP the second that it was announced. Cause I had, uh, he, you know, he was obviously out there. Um, and then, yeah, as soon as they signed Foreman to the practice squad, I picked him up and then I was, I was, I, I went for Hilliard after the first game. Cause I'm like, I, if he's catching passes, I'm going for it. Both mm-hmm. Hilliard and Foreman both had a couple big weeks for me, but yeah, I think Henry's a, a big pick. All right. A guy that, that busted this year. He didn't. And going back earlier, I had as many touchdowns as Kenny Galladay this year, going back to the yeah. bus. Oh, man. man. Yeah, he was not good. <laughs> but another guy that really disappointed people and could have a quarterback change this season, where are you guys selecting DK Metcalf, Mr. Uh, no 100-yard games this year, but immense talent? Or are you? I think I need to see what that quarterback situation is going to look like. Um, if Let's just if, say with Russ and without Russ. So with Russ, I'm I'm still probably looking late second, early third. You're still betting on that talent. You're betting on a bounce back. Without Russ, I mean, if if we're talking not only without Russ, but we're looking at say they bring in a rookie, uh, say they go clean house and start over, clean slate, and go okay, we're gonna we're gonna take, you know, uh, we're gonna dra- we're gonna trade up and get a rookie. I'm not touching him probably till the fourth or so with his talent. Uh, If it's a mediocre free agent, probably about the same. Uh, But I think with Russ, I would still trust him late second, early third. What about you, Mike? I don't don't know, man. So when you look at uh, if Russ is still there, I mean, his guy is Tyler Lockett. Like, for some reason, his no-look deep passes only work for Tyler Lockett. <laughs> um, single coverage, uh, DK Metcalf is is a bad dude in single yep. coverage, 50-50 balls. Um, he's a good receiver. Um, shoot, I don't know, man. Like, third round or later, I would go after him. And I wouldn't – actually, I wouldn't do third round, fourth round or later, because I, I don't think I – I don't want him. But if he's there, I would take him because um, he's he's a talented receiver. He reminds me of Derrick Henry for some reason. I don't know why. It's the size. It's freak athlete, yeah. Size-speed combination that's so tough to match when it's on. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Seattle offense in general. They need to do something. No, I'm with you. I think there's just going to be too many players around him, you know, it's one of the things that bothers me about <clears throat> drafting and not and not doing auction is they give you like the best available players on the side. So mm-hmm. even like you know, like let people do their own homework, man. Don't just oh I'll, I'll oh yeah this sure. guy because 
So that bothers me. But, you know, they're usually grouped around certain areas. And, you know, depending on where Godwin goes, I, I feel like the, the wide receivers around DK that I also like are going to be someone I like more or more consistently. So I feel like I'm off of him next year. I, I think fourth wow. is about as earliest I will do too. I mean, I, I like a Terry McLaurin bounce back more than I like a DK Metcalf. I think uh, I like, you know, like I said, uh, Godwin, um, I don't know where Deontay Johnson's going to be predicted, but he had a hell of a year. It depends what their quarterback situation is, but I, I, I like him. Um, you would just, go McLaurin over, over Metcalf. I would. I would. McLaurin's air yards were sick. It's just that Heineke is just, it's just putrid. Man. Huh. The, guy's, the guy's horrible. But I mean, I, the people I, I owned him like, just down the stretch. I mean, the second half of the season, McLaurin was nothing. I yeah. know. I know. He was on the bench, but he's a bad dude when he has a quarterback. Scary and Terry. I, I love I love McLaurin. I just I don't know. I would I would not take him over over Metcalf mm-hmm. by any stretch in any league. So when I, DeAndre Hopkins was like the man uh, with Deshaun Watson, where they were just force feeding him. Mm-hmm. When he when McLaren gets a, a quarterback that force feeds him, he catches everything. He's not going to score like 15 touchdowns, um, but he's going to catch everything and move the sticks and they're going to keep throwing to him. And I mean, him and Gibson are their offense. Like that's all they got. And you yeah. throw in the tight end. Uh, I can't even remember his name because he's always hurt. Yeah, that dude. Um, that's <laughs> it. I mean, that's all they got. And if Fitzpatrick had been here, I think McLaren – we'd be talking about him right now. I agree. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think they will, you know, they're obviously going to bring somebody in. Um, I don't think it's going to be again, one of the, it, they could be in a bidding more for one of the high prep, but I, their defense is in a pretty good window. So they could be a sneaky location or even, you know, like you, I don't know if I like Baker there, Mike, that kind of get Baker, man. Like I'm not, (laughs) I'm not cheering for him. They're going to announce their name soon. (laughs) What is, what is one of the red hogs? Is that what I heard? Is that that possibility? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was all kinds of weird things. And then they were like, we'll just keep it the football team. I bet you they do that. They did that once. I don't think they can do it again. I think commanders is the, the choice. I think that hurts. Uh, Merch sales. Uh, can't do much with football team. You really WFT. needed to go like, <laughs> yeah, you needed to go real basic on that. All right, let's switch it to some uh, more polarizing and up and coming players. Um, and I'm going to give a couple scenarios here, but uh, we'll, we'll start off with with probably going to be the hottest, you know, ranked player of who's going to be boldest on them. Where are you taking Chase next year? Ooh. It says he bumped up to first, second round. So, so I know, I know Mike is the biggest Jamar Chase fan in the world. I'll let him go first. I'll definitely. I, so I'm going to get that running back first before I lock up Jamar. But whoever gets Jamar in the first round, first, uh, what do we say, top eight, top 10, um, they're going to be happy with them. Their offense is is like tailor-made for three ride receivers and mm-hmm. 
like T Higgins is also another one that I would, I should have went after. And I didn't because I had so many shares of Jamar. Jamar is what they were calling him uh, <laughs> this weekend on TV. Sure. Um, <laughs> but Jamar, um, we saw what he did receiving wise, and I don't think he's going to slow down. Joe Burrow knows what he's doing. I tried to tell you guys that on our first podcast. <laughs> um, you got right. a line. They're a passing team until they take the lead, and then they they play strategy where they run the ball and dump and dink. I like it. Tyler Boyd, she should never leave there because he's getting he's getting all the stuff from those guys being double teamed. Yeah, yeah. You think he could be early as a top eight pick though? You think someone's gonna pull a uh, pull a uh, Mahomes after you know the hotness and just and just I shoot, mean, the, shoot? You think that that could be like the first? Well. He shouldn't be second so or third receiver JJ, off the board, maybe first. JJ, and then depending on what team Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams play with next year, um, those would be Devontae Adams would be high. I'd take JJ over Devontae, but most people wouldn't. And I'd take Jamar over Devontae without Aaron Rodgers. Right. So you think that's the top three wide receivers next year? Those three. Those are my top three. I don't know anybody. So you would take you would take. Chase I always over forget Cup. Cup. I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> Cooper Cup is the best receiver in football. We all know why you forget him. Don't have to play with us. I, I'm stupid. You know why like, you forget him? They talk about it now, though, and like we talked about it on our podcast. It's a white receiver, and I don't know why I always forget him. Um, Cooper you know Cup is the best receiver in the NFL. Um, I'm saying it right now. He he should be the first receiver off the board, um, especially Matt Stafford looked like uh, the Detroit quarterback this week. Yeah. Like he did not look good. No, um, he hasn't looked good like the last four weeks or five weeks to me. But no, as a Stafford owner, that's been rough. Right. Been rough can, playoffs. He can get the ball to Cooper, and yeah. like that's that's what I like. And just like Derek Carr can get the ball to Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, I, I became a fan of him this year. He's an ugly <laughs> dude, but I like him. He's a PPR monster. <laughs> so I take that back. Cooper Cup, best receiver in football. And then you got Devontae Adams, JJ, and I like Jamar. There's some other ones, okay. I'm sure, but those are my top. Oh, yeah. All right, because I think I think at this year really hurt, like, the, the Stephon Diggs. Uh, like, those guys are going to drop, I think – People like myself were kind of bummed by Tyreek and seeing what that offense is going to be like. Because once people started giving them basic cover two coverages, all of a sudden they couldn't figure out how to football for a little while. They started not taking the the deep shots that they used to, and that kind of changed his whole outlook. So I think some of these young, younger receivers will bump up, and there will be some value in 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 the in the digs and the hills later on. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know. I did have this guy dog-eared as well because it was either him or DK, the battle of the initials, AJ Brown. You know, he he came through there at the at the end, put me out of my misery uh in one league, but uh was a headache for the whole season. What do you do with yeah. him? Is that gonna be a lingering thing? Is that gonna be do you, do you label him as injury prone? Where where does AJ Brown go? Because to me, I think teammates. He's, he was more talented than DK, in my opinion. That I always had him ranked higher, but this season hurt my confidence on him. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I, I oh, like, sorry, uh, I still never got where, where yeah. Sean's taking Chase. I didn't finish yeah, that. My bad. Oh, I'm taking I'm taking Chase probably early mid second. Uh, I've got him in that that solid, you know, still top five, top seven receiver. I don't know that I'm willing to take him eighth overall. I think that's a bit rich for my blood, but you know, I'm still looking for him as a as a really good. If I take a running back in the middle end of the first round, coming back with him on the the wraparound for a, my wide receiver one, I'd be happy with that. I don't know. I, I'm just not like if I'm picking seventh, I'm not taking Jamar Chase seventh. I'm hoping that Jamar Chase is there for my second round pick. That's that's where I was at at first, but then I realized if I'm at the back end of the first and and the big three receivers are off the board. I, and I still have that glut of running backs that are still sitting there, you know, because this year you could have had like Eckler and you could have Taylor or Najee. Yeah. At the yep. back end of the first or early second round. So I would probably fear whoever's on the turn. So if I'm as early as 10 or 11, I'd probably take chase there just, just because it's sexy and then let the person on the turn panic and then take the best available running back or, uh, early in the second. So I, I would probably jump up that high for him. Cause I would, be, I'd be pissed if someone took him right there on the turn when I know I'm picking again in four picks or three picks or however, you know, that's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. And I'd be fine with one of the other picks in the second. So I'd be willing to jump up to snag him in the first, just on the boom. Cause some of those catches he was making these last couple of games, man. I mean, just go up and get it. I mean, some of the, contested cat i mean it's it's unreal it's it's it, you know everybody loves to make a megatron but he's a comparison you know, every jamar time chase is a, is a boomer bust guy for you too you got to think about that i mean I he know. had the 60 point game he had two of the three 200 yard game receiving this year there were only three he had two of them but he also had in your your quarterfinals uh one catch for three yards right yeah, no, I, I get it. And in the middle of the season, there be, they became a, a, a weird running team out of nowhere. He had a drought. Was, yeah, it was like, what the hell happened? The whole team just changed focus. But I, I, I just. I, I, I think you're I remembering the good flipping. times and not remembering the, the, the droughts because, you know, he had I'm, I'm looking at the stats right now. He had. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. Five. He had six games with five or more catches. You had their their That's defense. It. Their defense stepped up this year, so their game plan was uh, it wasn't the same as what they started the game with. And then it was like pick the hot receiver, like Tom Brady in in Tampa Bay. So you had games where Boyd was going yep. crazy. You had games where Higgins was going crazy. There was a couple, two games. <laughs> it's probably only two. Where CJ Uzamazaga uh, <laughs> went I remember crazy. one of them. It was yeah. against Baltimore. He had, I had him one of those games. Yeah. yeah. He had two touchdowns in that. And one. then you throw Joe Mixon in the mix. Their offense is is it's fantasy. It's fantasy ready. So it's delicious. But yeah. I, I think people are gonna look at him and be like, Well, look what look what Justin Jefferson did his second year. I got to take Jamar Chase thinking he's going to be Justin Jefferson this year. And I think someone's going to jump him on him too high. It's me, man. It's going to be me because I, uh, he's my new girlfriend. I think you're going to be let down. I 
I, I, I dumped Tyreek Hill already this episode and I'm replacing him with 2.0. How and many games is- do you think he had more than 10 targets? More than 10. The thing uh, about Chase, he doesn't need two. 10 targets, man. He, he only two. He only yeah. need he doesn't two need games of more than 10 targets. So but yeah, he, I mean it's he's gonna be he's gonna be your your you just talked about how you don't want Tyreek Hill, how you don't want guys just, like that, and I now you want it. Jamar Chase. I, I'm he, a man of habit. I'm a creature of habit. I'm that meme of the guy with the girlfriend that's looking back at the other yeah. girl walking the other direction. That's me. That's that's my meme. I'm standing there with Tyreek Hill and, and Jamar Chase is walking the other way. And I'm like, ooh. People are going to remember those last two games where he went bonkers mm-hmm. and they're not going to remember the the three for 32. They're not the going to remember 30, the, the three for yeah. 32, though. Did he score a teddy? That one he did. So three for 39, so, he did not. There's a lot of them where he had, he had like two catches for a touchdown, so it, it makes you feel better. You yeah, he's Mike Thomas, and he's Mike Thomas. But Mike <laughs> Thomas, Mike would, Thomas, eighth overall. But no, absolutely not. If Mike Thomas was catching passes from Drew Brees and they were throwing it to him 105 times a year, <laughs> then yeah, I would take him. But no, Mike Thomas, never again. I think the smart move is just probably taking T. Higgins a few rounds later, but, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I'm just going to leave it there and go back to A.J. Brown. I I do love the talent for Jamar Chase. I just think he's going to be overdrafted. That's my my position. Oh, he's definitely being overdrafted. That's 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 what what I'm saying. The conversation is. I'm looking elsewhere for my number one. Him and Joe Shiesty are are great. Joe Burr. Burr. A.J. Brown, I love him, Um, Mm -hmm. but I think that's part of me being – it's part of me being too cute. Like I know that he has all the talent. He can carry dudes on his back and, and score touchdowns, but the talent from his quarterback, um, we always overlook it, but like Ryan Tannehill is not that dude. Um, so he, he's going to throw touchdowns. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL, um, but he's not going to get the ball to AJ Brown in places where he can do something with it. So I, I love AJ Brown. He's won me leagues two years ago. Um, but now I'm going to, I'm going to, if he's around in the, the sixth round, yeah, I'll get him, <laughs> but he's not going to be somebody else is going to get him and I'll let them yeah. go through the heartbreak of it. All right. He's probably going to go late third, early fourth. Somewhere in there. Guess somewhere in there. Yeah. He's either going to make or break someone's team. Cause someone's going to get either amazing value or get CMC. And it's it's just going to be like, all right. And then third game is everything in his legs hurt. And, you know, and then you're, you're cursing yourself. They're not a passing team either. Like, Mm -mm. so that's Mm -hmm. another thing that hurts. But when they do, they pass AJ Brown if he's healthy. So, I mean, definitely that's the thing. All right. Then another shiny new toy, uh, Jarvis 2.0 Jalen Waddle. Where's in a PPR league where folks taking Jalen Waddle? That's a dude. (laughs) I said, go, go trade for Jalen Waddle. He's going to win you a league. And what did I text you? Uh, yeah, yeah. he won won a couple of So he had a four game stretch, uh, where he got, I think like eight, eight plus receptions in four in a row, like right in your fantasy playoffs. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, he's going to win you a league. Uh, so I think, I think the thing with Waddle, and I may have been guilty of this too, 
is people saw Henry Ruggs the year before. You know, oh, just the fast guy out of Alabama. Eh, not not going to be on him because, you know, just the super fast guy from Alabama last year wasn't right. very good. Uh, and they didn't realize that Jalen Waddle can run routes and can catch. Um, and two has not been the, the greatest of quarterbacks, and they might be upgrading their quarterback situation. Jalen Waddle's a really good player. Uh, I did not expect him to be the best of the four Alabama receivers out of uh, Judy, uh, Ruggs, uh, Waddle, and Devonta Smith. I did not expect him to be the number one of those, but he has shown that he is that guy. Uh, I, I love Jalen Waddle. I'm here for him, especially as a wide receiver, too, on my team. I'm not taking him super high, but if, I'm, if I got him in, like, the, the third, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with Jalen Waddle in the third. In the third round? Yep, late third, early okay. fourth, somewhere in there. Okay. I'd take him above AJ. I'd take him above DK. Without the initials. Yeah. Would you take would you take J-Dub. him above Amon Amon Ross St. Brown? Would you take yes. him above him? every time? <laughs> I'm kidding, man. But that guy saved a lot of people's seasons. He did. But yeah, that that that's not gonna I, I'm not gonna touch on that. You know, we we spent enough time on on Detroit ballers in my in my waiver <laughs> wire column. But uh, how about you, Mike? What are you feeling about uh, about the duck? If we if we go back to our first podcast, um, <laughs> Waddle was uh, a person I was high on. Uh, I did not know that he was going to be as good as he was, but I knew he was going to be good. I had Jamar as my my best, and then I had mm-hmm. Smith coming through and Waddle. Um, Smith didn't suck; like he almost got a thousand oh. yards this year. Yeah. Um, right. His team sucked. Um, and they still made the playoffs. Um, <laughs> so Waddle, I like him. Um, I'm with Sean third round. He's going to catch a lot of balls. Um, I might even stretch for him. If I lock another number one receiver up, I, when I get a number one receiver, I want him to catch a lot of balls. I want him to get a lot of targets. Um, if he gets Deshaun Watson, since I think that's the reason why they, they fired the coach, right? Cause he didn't want Watson and he wanted to go with Tua. Maybe um, we'll see. But if I mean, they got Will Fuller down there, too, that they he broke his pinky <laughs> finger. First yeah, man, game. That, dude, that dude's glass, man. Waiting for it, <laughs> unless he's like, juiced, unless he's juiced, he's broken. Man, I'm like, I just I like I like he's a possession receiver. He's a big receiver. He can run the routes. He knows the route tree. He's fast. Um, and then I like his waddle. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's my dude, man. I like him. Yeah, he's going to be a fun one. And I I think Kasicki's a free agent, too. So, he I, uh, you know, probably get paid somewhere. So I think someone's uh, going to give him ridiculous money. Yeah. So I think the middle of the field is going to even be more open. You know, I mean, there's going to be more, if possible, for him to feed off of. Because it's basically him and Devontae. Uh, okay. I don't I think Fuller was only on a one year. I don't think he's coming back. So gotcha. Um, I thought they just kept him off waiting for Watson to reunite <laughs> with him just to make him feel good. I think he was on a prove it deal, but I also feel, and there's, there's talk out there. This is all rumors and stuff that he's waiting to see where Watson goes to. Mm-hmm. Cause that's his dude. Uh, so if he does end up there, maybe he comes back at a discount or something, but um, yeah, that's going to be a fun one next year. All right, let's go a little bit off fantasy, but still in the NFL realm. It's still fantasy related, but we're just going to talk about free agents 
you know, transitioning from Gesicki there. Where do you think, or where do, would you hope, for fantasy purposes, the best positions for Aaron Rodgers next year? <laughs> Oof. Um, I mean, the, the best spot for him is not where he's going to be. Best spot right, for well, him is yeah, to stay let's, in Let's Green do Bay. both. Let's do both. Let's do where you think he's going to be and, uh, and where, he, where he should be. I would hope, uh, because I'm a Bears fan, that he's somewhere besides Green Bay because I'm, I'm <laughs> sick and tired of being tormented by Aaron Rodgers twice a year. <laughs> he does own us, um, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I think that it makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's, I don't think he's going to do it. It makes a lot of sense for him to stay in Green Bay. I think he ends up somewhere like, Denver, maybe somewhere like that. Yeah. And where do you think would be the best match for him? Best match for him is staying in Green Bay. No, best match for him is staying in Green Green Bay, without a doubt. That offense is built for him to succeed. Unless he wants to go. Yeah. He's made one Super Bowl. He's he's been an MVP. No, no. Personal he, accolades. I think the whole reason he wanted to get out of Green Bay is because he didn't are, like the team we talking, they were building around. No, we, are we talking for best for like him playing, him being a fantasy performer, him going to, to try to win a Super Bowl. If he, I think both ways, best for him is to stay in Green Bay. He's okay. not going to go to a better team. There's not a better team out there that needs a quarterback. Well, what about Denver? You don't think with Sutton and Judy and Fant, Patrick at L. No, I, I think that's that's a that's decent, but I don't think that's a better team than Green Bay. What if Devontae leaves? I think Devontae is leaving. Right. So you think Green Bay without Devontae is a worse is a better situation than Denver with what they have right now? I think that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I think it does make sense for him to you know, if he wanted to go to some place like Denver, that's a good place that's got some young talent that he can throw to. I think that's I, I think, think that's right. a likely scenario. I think uh you know they tried to get him already and whoever leaked whatever they did when he was supposedly traded on draft day or whatever the hell was going on. Uh I think that's they're coveting him and I think they feel <laughs> they have a, a, a defense capable. They fired their coach so they can hey, who do you want <clears throat> to coach you? I think they'll, they'll, they'd be willing to bend over backwards to have him on their team because they, they missed the Peyton golden years that they, they got to enjoy and want to relive those memories. They haven't won a, a, a playoff game since, since Peyton, so yeah. Didn't they, didn't they win? Oh, Tebow was before Peyton? Oh, yeah. Man, I forget when that dude was in the league. I just remember that flute game he won in the playoffs. The, the, the Demarius Thomas catch Rest against in the Steelers. Peace, man. Rest yeah. in peace, Demarius. Do you see that all the a, people adding them on their teams for the playoffs? You know, oh, the that's last good. Match. Yeah, that's good stuff. Awesome. That was yeah, cool. that was a like an eighty-yard like a slant pattern. Slant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That he just took <laughs> and went up the right sideline and just kept going. And I'm like, oh man, we're gonna have so much Tebow love after this. Dude makes one throw, and then the dude, the uh, the receiver does everything else, and people are like, see, I told you, Tebow. Uh, yeah, Tebow mania was real. What about you, Mike? What do you see for uh, Mr. Unvac? Double check. 
I think that um, I got two spots for him. One that I would love to see him go to would be Pittsburgh. Um, If they kept, if they kept uh, everybody, um, I think it's the perfect team for him. So if Deontay stays, Najee, and then you've got Claypool and that one dude that does all the TikTok videos. <laughs> Juju's, 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 Juju. Yeah. 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 I think that, that would be like the perfect offense for him. The other scenario that I have is depending on how bad Joe Shiesty beats the hell out of the, the Raiders. Um, I think the mm-hmm. Raiders would be another good fit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got the talent and then he could bring Devante along with them because it would, it would work. Those are my two, but Denver's probably the most, the most likely. I like uh, that Steelers call too, though. I think that's a good call, Mike. That would be hot. I didn't even think of that one. That would really be something. What about you? What do you think? I'm I'm pushing all my chips in Denver. I think he ends up there. I think it's going to be great for him. And I'll get sucked into the Judy trap again. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb 2.0, baby. Uh, Um, Randall Cobb will be there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. But uh, and Aaron no, I, already kind of looks mile high, so he's he's ready for it. He would love that that legalized good out there. Right. Oh, man, I, I think it's more pills for him. Like you look in his eyes after the game, it just doesn't look right. <laughs> I mean, I I saw the pictures of him in Maui or Kauai. Yeah. yeah, dude, dude was enjoying his time out there. Did you see him singing or trying to sing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was something. I don't know. Is it close enough to the coast for him, though? Isn't that his whole thing? Is his Hollywood aspirations and actor lifestyle? I think Vegas might be in, you know, a little bit more his speed, but but if he wants to win it, if he loses this year, which you know, it's more likely than not, in my opinion, I think that ring is what what he's going for. Cause I think he, he hears the chatter of, you know, only only winning one when he sees like the Eli Mannings and the mm-hmm. Roethlisberger's that uh, he clearly feels are, are lesser than him that have multiple championships that yeah, I think his ego will get the best of them and, and, and he'd be willing to, you know, make that short commute from, you know, Denver you want to surf or ski, right? Now here's the other big uh, quarterback decision, Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't think he's going to be back next year. Um, this one he's made it pretty clear that he wants to be out and he had kind of a rough finish his career um i think he's gonna i think he's gonna move on and the team that i think is gonna pay up for him because thanks to the bears and an extra first i think russell wilson ends up on the new york giants next year i was just gonna say i was like if i gotta pick a spot for him I think that's a, a great spot for, for Wilson is to go to the Giants. And I think that'll be I think that'll be good. And that, that's when all my uh, Kadarius Tony shares come in. <laughs> <laughs> after I picked him up everywhere after his uh, breakout game. But, uh, you know, if Galladay can get his shit together and, uh, you know, Ingram can, can get the stickiest gloves possible, uh, <laughs> maybe Barkley can rest for a season, I think. I think they've got a team that's right on the on the cusp, but they just they need that QB because dimes isn't it. I would say the other spot to watch would maybe be New Orleans. Mm. If they decide that they 
don't think Taysom Hill, if they realize that Taysom Hill is not a quarterback, I, I shouldn't say if they decide because uh, they're paying him a flex contract. That's, yes. you know, it's, it's super lucrative if he is a quarterback. I think they, you, Sean Payton loves his toy, but you got to realize that dude is not an NFL starting quarterback. And if you put Russ down there with even the, the, second tier talent that they had, even if say for some reason, Michael Thomas isn't back. <laughs> uh, and they have got him again, yeah. <laughs> but even if he wasn't coming back, I think you could still have Russ make some, some magic happen with some secondary talent down there. Yeah. And, and they got, could pick Camara. Yeah. They could pick up like a DJ Chark or one of these like lower yeah. tier free agent wide receivers. And, and he's skilled enough and, that could definitely happen. I just would Sierra be up for that though? <laughs> That's the question. I think New York is more more her speed. I think New York's the most likely. I think New York's the uh, the one that's probably going to be courting him the heaviest, especially if uh, they say, "Hey, you know, we got a uh, new coach coming in. What are you thinking about this?" Maybe uh, I don't know. You can't openly court him and say, "Hey." who do you want as your coach? Cause it's still gotta be a sign and or it's gotta be a, a trade right. between the two, but you could, you could reach out back channels and say, you know, who's a coach that would kind of get you interested in accepting this, you know, this part of the trade. Cause I think he's got a, got a no trade clause. Yeah. And, and Mike touched on it earlier. What about uh, Mr. Deshaun, Randy Watson? Is he playing next year and where? And will yeah, you draft just, him? They just got to let him go. Um, I would move Russell Wilson to Green Bay. I would have oh, him go God. to Green Bay. Ooh. Just me. FYI. <laughs> that's why? where I would send him. Why? why? <laughs> I mean, they won't trade. They won't it's trade. It's a Wisconsin boy and like if, oh. if he wants out. But um, young coach. He's got the it oldest hurts. coach in the league now. Second oldest coach. Um, but Watson, I think. Like, I think it's a, like a done deal for Miami. I don't know why, um, but I think that's why they lost their coach. Their coach, I would love for him to coach the Bears. Um, yeah. But you go on an 8-1 run to close <laughs> right. out the year. You're 10-6 and six the year before, <laughs> and you get fired. And now you're the yep. head, head candidate for every coaching job that's out there. They're telling Miami they're stupid. Um, and, like, I don't even know, like – is Deshaun good? Like, I don't even remember, you know? I, I just so. remember the year that he didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, and I wasn't uh, overly blown away by him. He, he put up great numbers, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, statistically, that year was filthy for the, the quote-unquote weapons he had, but um, other things were filthy. So is there going to be any repercussions? That's another thing to think of, too, you know? Um is he gonna have to sit out any games? So I, I I don't know. If he starts on a team, I'd still be nervous to draft him. It would have to be incredible value and my QB two, like a stash. But uh I think Miami would be interesting. I don't know if you'd, you know, he's definitely hyper talented in my opinion. So if he doesn't go there, where where else would he end up? I mean, does he would would Cleveland 
<laughs> you know, make that leap. You know, what what team's going to take on that PR? I, I haven't seen anybody leaked more connections to him than Miami, and and they seem to covet him. Yeah. Every now and then, so oh, it's a done deal. It's a done deal, and then it's not, or it is, and they just can't say anything yet, or whatever. But what other team do you think? Because there are some teams that do need QB upgrades, man. Like he could pretty much Carolina. Go. Yeah, what would like he do he... in Carolina? What would he do in in Tennessee? And he'd be back in the uh, down in his his college territory if he went to Carolina. You know, yeah, right in that same area. You know. Only two or three hours. I know it's a different state. All you pedants out there that are, like, oh no, it's North Carolina and Clemson's in South Carolina. I know, I know. Uh, it's only a couple hours drive from, from Clemson, though. People that are Carolina Panthers fans, you know, if you're if you're a Clemson fan, you're probably a Carolina Panthers fan. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you're willing to roll the dice to bring Cam back, you would think you'd you'd think maybe take a shot on Deshaun Watson. I don't know. I'd rather have Deshaun Watson than Cam 10 times out of 10. That's not even a question. And Scenario. Darnold. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Darnold. My guy Darnold. And uh McCaffrey. Remember RJ, what was his name? RJ, what was Barrett? No. <laughs> That's the New York name. <laughs> Who's the backup? Who's the backup that was starting before they, they signed Newton? Oh fuck. Um, that guy they were grooming. I don't he's better than him. And I mean, and there's nothing really else on the horizon. I, I think. Their defense is decent enough that they should they should definitely look into it. They can trade CMC for Watson. There's some collateral right there. <laughs> so CMC could go to Miami and and our oh, Texans. The Texans. Texans. They need a running back. Rex Burkhead. They're running my man into the ground. <laughs> they need they need a lot of things in Houston, man. That's unfortunate. That's a bad franchise. That's uh that's a lot of you're thinking of PJ Walker, by the way. PJ, yeah, RJ, PJ, you know, all right, PJ Walker. I think I had Knicks in my head between RJ Barrett and Kenny Skywalker. Oh, so. Knicks. <laughs> yeah. All right, you got a, three wide receivers. We'll wrap up free agents because I think these are kind of the biggest names. Obviously, Devontae. With or without Aaron in Green Bay, Let's just just pick a team for him. Which team do you think would be best for Devontae Adams? I mean, if if Green Bay, let's say Aaron's leaving Green Bay, so Devontae is as well. Raiders. Yeah. Agreed. Who was Raiders, his uh, who was his college quarterback? Derek. Huh? Derek Carr, Fresno yeah. State. Gonna get the, the band back together out in the, the same general vicinity as Fresno. I don't know where Devontae Adams is from, but uh, I think that that's a team that needs a number one. And uh, I think they have that, that chemistry built in from their time. I think if, if you give Derek Carr a, a Devontae Adams, he probably uh, is a much better quarterback because Devontae Adams is someone that can just go up and catch everything. Their car owns all the records for the Raiders and gets no credit for anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. no, it's true. You know, he what what did he get uh Algalore paid? Yeah. I mean, that guy, he made his whole career for him. That dude should be sending him like gift baskets every weekend yeah. for eternity. Send for him the a nice money jelly of the got. month club. <laughs> exactly. Now 
okay, I, I can't even make the joke. I was going to say, what is he going to do when Brian Edwards takes his slot? Don't, don't talk to me. Come on, man. You know I like Brian Edwards. So I do, too. I had him on all my teams, dude. Oh, God. I had him on all my teams. I'm like, this guy is not going to be out of the gate. No, it's not. But a few games in when he gets – yeah, man. I really wanted that to happen so bad. Don't mess with my Brian Adams. He's still got. He's still got time. He's still got time on him. I don't think he's. He's. He's still got a chance. No, I. I do think Edwards is. Is. He's a guy that's got just all the physical tools. He's going to be a guy I overdraft again. Just thinking. Oh, you know, he's. <laughs> he's a big guy. He's fast. He can move. He can catch. Uh, let's go ahead and draft him in in the eighth round again, uh, and then watch him go for forty catches and, and three touchdowns again. Yeah, How- uh, that's a guy I'm going to overdraft. How championship hungry do you feel like Devontae is? Do you feel he's just going to go for his, or is he another one that's going to be, you know, just trying to get paid and be the guy? I think he's a, I think he's a stats guy, man. Personally, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know. Like I, I don't know him obviously, but it just seems like he's a stats guy. And Aaron Rodgers is one hundred percent a stats guy, so I don't feel like he's trying to win a Super Bowl either. What team gets the ball inside the five and throws every single down? Yeah. It's Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth and one, let's throw it a bunch. <laughs> you could tell Nagy was pissed off and knew he was going to get fired. So he was just trying to extend the game by throwing the ball. <laughs> so <laughs> make it how longer. old is Devontae? He's not 30 yet, right? He's close. He's, close. But he's coming up. Close. He's coming up on it. Yeah. I think this is going to be, you know, you're getting, this is his one last chance to get a huge mega deal. He's going to go somewhere that's going to, that's going to pay him whether it's, so I think, I think the Raiders have the space that can do it. I think uh, Washington's got space. He's going to go somewhere and get four years, 80 million with 60 guaranteed. I don't think he's, he's necessarily caring about a ring right now. This is his last real chance to get paid. So you think that's it? It's going to be money and stats. Yes, he's not. What it's do you mean, money? What if uh, what if McCorkle uh, Jones and Bill come calling? Yeah, that's his name, Mike. I see you laughing, Michael McCorkle Jones. Uh, what do you think about that pairing? I mean, if we're talking about contenders that need a true number one, I I, I have it. I feel like that or Philly could be very interesting. I think him on Philly with the draft capital they have to fill up other spots. I mean, I realize quarterbacks a little bit of an issue unless they let my boy Minshew steer uh, that I know Sean hates. (laughs) I don't hate him. I just don't think he's as good as you think. I don't. He he did just fine in his, in his, I think you have, he was, he was, he's Andy Dalton, but not as good. He's better than Andy Dalton. No, style. you you got, you got a, a weird love for the dude. I mean, he's fine. People think I hate Andy Dalton. Also, I don't hate Andy Dalton. I just don't think he's good. He's perfectly <laughs> fine. He's a he's a, a a spot starter or really good backup. That doesn't mean, you know, he's he's not a dude that's going to win you a championship or going to be a win because of guy. Minshew's fine. He's a top fine. Half, he's top half of the league. I think Minshew half the league backup. He's not a top half the league starter. <laughs> yes, I definitely. think he, I think Minshew's going to get the the Cleveland job, man. Minshew's going to be in Cleveland as a starter. He's going to be because did you see the meme where 
Baker's the dude. Uh, did you send me. me that, Mike? <laughs> Probably. They, Baker's they, they, the dude that, that. Oh man, how's it going? Baker's the dude that Cleveland thought is. No. Gardner Minshew is the dude. I don't know, man. We got to come back right. to that one. I might have to edit that. I might have to edit that one out. Yeah, just kick it out. <laughs> Baker Mayfield wants to be Gardner Minshew. Yeah, that's who yeah. Cleveland thought they drafted. Right. No. But, but what do you feel bad. about that? What do you feel about that pairing? Let's say Hurt stays on. Then, what do you think about the pairing of either Philly or or New England with McCorkle? I mean, New England's a beautiful spot for him because they're gonna give him all of the targets like Green Bay does. I think Philly's a not a great spot because that's a team that wants to run in the bunch. Um, I think Dolphins, if I remember correctly, Dolphins have a ton of cap space. If they go uh, Deshaun Watson, you could do Deshaun Watson and Devontae Adams and probably still be under your cap space with Jalen Waddle. And all of a sudden, that's a pretty dynamic offense there with your guy, Miles Gaskin. Yeah, the, <laughs> the gas can. Uh, the I, I would say I would high. say Philly's Philly's not a great spot right. for a, a guy that's looking to to really maximize his his efforts. If um, all right. So say Oakland. I assume he'd still be a first round pick for both of you. Sorry, not Oakland. Devonte Las, Las Vegas. Yeah, Devonte. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, what about what about New England? Yeah. So got first a good round, coach. Got a good coach. It would, it would take him probably going to someplace like Philly or Jacksonville or the what Giants. About Cleveland? Cleveland needs a new number one. No. Especially not if they keep Baker. I'm I'm anti Baker this year. <laughs> Me and Baker most, got beef. most people are. Most people are. He was playing hurt, sir. Yeah. He had all these contraptions on him. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. not. No. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough of that. How about uh, Chris Godwin? Do you think he's uh, tired of being one of the, the three amigos, even though one already Ned Niederlander exited town? Where do you think? Do you think Godwin stays in Tampa Bay or do you think he, he goes off to find his home? I would stay in Tampa Bay until TB12 retired because um, you always have the right. potential of winning. You've got the greatest quarterback ever, and he's going to find you. Yep. He's got a lot of mouths to feed, but I would, I would, I would stay, and I'd, I'd have him. I don't know who that. Who's do they have a franchise tag on anybody? I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Evans is, you know, as we as we touched upon, kind of a boomer bust guy, and he definitely has his role. But Godwin is the true wide receiver one there if mm-hmm. he stays healthy and i think that is probably where he ends up but it's definitely an interesting slot. yeah yeah it's definitely an interesting free agent though i could see somebody bidding i can't i couldn't come up with who so I feel like i i always like to play the um what would be a great coming home story i did this with odell uh to to pour effect at the trade deadline where he should go back <laughs> yeah. to New Orleans. Right. Uh, Which would have been cool. That would have been cool. Had a whole narrative for him. Yeah. Uh, do you know where Chris Godwin's from? Nope. Went to school at Penn State. It's from Philadelphia. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's coming home to Philly. 
Uh, I think that's a bad choice. I think if you want to be a number yeah. one receiver, you don't go to Philly. But um, I think if you got a window on a championship caliber team, I mean, you yeah, he's there, still a young dude. Um, he can make his money later, right? Right. He's got if, if he does a three year deal, he's still going to have a number one receiver max contract coming up. Uh, I think now is a good time to, to kind of maximize either a place that he wants to play or a place that he can win some some championships and not necessarily. He doesn't necessarily need to do the double dip on the number one of ones type bunny, but he might. I mean, if, if I were him and I got a shot at, you can get a deal here three years for $20 million a year. And then when you're 28 or whatever it is, get another deal at four years for $20 million a year. I'd probably do that. (laughs) He'd be like, I already won a championship. So, you know, I'm cool. I've got that ring, but we'll see what he does. I think it'd be interesting. I always want to see the coming home stories. So, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo back in the Bears, oh, Chris God. Godwin on the Eagles, uh, Odell in in New Orleans, which I think might happen this offseason. You're a Bears fan, and you want Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo? I did last year. I did last Oof. year. I don't now. Okay. <laughs> I wanted Man, Jimmy G. Uh, it's been rough, Mike. You can't you can't judge is, that. Before we before we drafted Fields. Uh, and we were looking at the the spin the wheel of, of sadness on the quarterbacks that were available. I was like, yeah, yeah, bring Jimmy G in. You know, he's Arlington Heights's finest. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the most handsome man to ever come from the Chicagoland area. Uh, get that man at quarterback and, you know, let him play. But no, I, I like Justin Fields now. I'm 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 rocking with Justin. That's awesome. All right, man. Uh, well, I was going to touch on Allen Robinson, but we are going a little bit long here. Back to Jacksonville. <laughs> gotta go be. Gotta go be. Uh, Lawrence is number one. Do you think the Lions will make the splash and sign somebody, or do you think they'll be stuck in DJ Charkville because they're the Lions, and no matter how much you pay me, I'm I'm not ready to do that again. I don't know what kind of cap space they have. They have so many needs unless they've got just bonkers. Um, like I think I saw dolphins had the most cap space. I think unless you're, you're up in that tier and I, I could look it up real quick, but I won't. Uh, I think they've got so many needs uh, that, that, that they're probably not going to be shopping in that high rent district. Now. I don't know. It's, it's putting 20 inch rims on a 94 Cavalier. If you get someone like, you know, Devonte Adams or getting uh Somebody that's like a number one of ones for what? Why? For what point? Ah, just oh, you need to build the line. You sell spend hope. Whatever money you got and, and you know, sell get hope. An offensive line. Sell hope. Sell hope. I, you know, you're a Lions fan. You don't have any hope. <laughs> they kind of put a little fight down the stretch, man. It was it was kind of cool, you know. You got Dan was... Campbell and his his ankle biters or his kneecap biters or whatever it was. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird as shit, man. I still don't understand that. Nope. But, you know, I, I, I think they might try to make a big move or two. And I, what would be messed up is if, and it would be so central, but if Alan, I don't think Allen Robinson would go there, but that would be messed up in my opinion. I think I, I wouldn't want to play against him twice a year. I, I still think, I still think Allen Robinson is a talented guy. I would not want to play against him twice a year. Nah, another guy that went to Penn State. Another I guy that could go had, back to uh to, to Philly. 
that would actually be a good fix. I think they can get him relatively. Oh, you know, shit. Allen Robinson is from Detroit. Yeah. Nope. There you go. Oh, he's coming home. He's going back to Detroit. I just looked it up. That would be something. That would be something. They might have to be on a prove it deal somewhere anyway after last season. Yeah. There All right, man. Let's... Home. Al Robinson. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's wrap this up. The Super Bowl well, playoffs haven't even started yet, so this is going to be really raw predictions. Ugh. Um, who do you got in the game, and who do you got winning? I'll go ahead and kick it off. I do have the GOAT making it back, Tom Brady. And I know a lot of people feel it's a trendy pick, but I think the Bills are going to hoist this year. I'm taking Ooh. Buffalo to win it all. I feel like the, the their team's complete and elite. And I feel that, uh, you know, losing White was a, a big blow. But uh, I think as far as all components of their game, I think they have one of the most complete teams going out there. And I like the way they they, they finished. So yeah, they got a top five uh, offense and a top five defense, I believe. Yeah. I like Go ahead, Mike, what are, what are your thoughts? Oh, man. Yeah, I like the fact that uh, Green Bay gets a bye in order to lose their first round, <laughs> uh, their first game to to Brady and company. Um, so I got Brady on that side. Dallas is going to put up a good fight. And then, man, so the Bills are the easy pick, I think, out of everybody. But I think Kansas City can 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 get back there again. And I'm going to take Kansas City to win it this year. Wow, nice with a with a straight face. Repeat. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was tough. I, 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 I like Kansas City this year because they fixed uh, their defense. They fixed their defenses, yeah. and that that made everything. So I'm gonna pick uh, a first round upset, and that's the Cowboys losing to the 49ers. Ooh. It can happen. It can happen. They are gonna run all over them. Did they? Debo. Did they? Beat a team that it's that like won over 10 games all season? I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question. Hey, they, yeah, I think they were bum slayers for the most part. I think that that Niners, Niners are going to beat the Cowboys and then have a tough fight going into Green Bay. Uh, then the Rams, Bucks, I think whoever wins that one is going to be coming out of the NFC. I think that's going to be a hell of an entertaining game. Um, I think I I hate to to keep picking Brady, but until Brady loses, I'm gonna keep picking Brady to come out of that that league or that conference, I should say. So yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks. As long as he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) The coaches used to play for (laughs) the coaches uh that are coaching now they used to play with him. Did you ever see um I have a TikTok somewhere where it was like uh they went through one of the old Madden games and he didn't have and, a name and like they were scrolling through the players and like he was playing is shante samuel and now his son's in the league you know like it was yeah crazy. yeah he's immortal he is tom they're showing him. one of the games he was in and all they had was his number everybody else yeah. had a name and he was just number 12 third string, <laughs> yeah. third string quarterback for new england all right so you got tommy terrific on one half who you got on the I, other side? I really want to pick 
someone like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are so much fun, but oh, I would love to see it. I just don't. Yeah, great. Um, I'd love I'd love the Bills too. I think they're such a well, like you said, such a well balanced team. Um, I, I'm gonna be boring and pick the Chiefs again. I think it's gonna be Bucks Chiefs part two, and I think it's gonna be Bucks again. Uh, I, I I think the Chiefs are kind of the Chiefs and my and the, the Cardinals are kind of my second and my secondary and tertiary teams. Uh, so I'd love it if those two teams went, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, the Cardinals defense can't can't get them there, man. Uh, but yeah, the, it's collapsed. The the Chiefs kind of like is that hot team coming on late. Yeah. And it's surprising when you're talking about the Chiefs who have been so dominant the past couple of years, but the fact that they dipped there in like, what was it? Not even like the second quarter, but then, yeah, they fixed their defense. They adjusted their offense a little bit. Guys like, uh, and Frank Gore in disguise are coming out to play for them. And, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got Josh Gordon. <laughs> exactly. Full you, knew, you knew yeah. Sean would pick Flash. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And he's, gonna score, he's gonna score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. Of course. If uh if they make it, I'm gonna make that prop bet. I, I promise you. <laughs> I will indicated. I will. I will make that prop bet if they make the Super Bowl. Josh Gordon scores a touchdown. Guaranteed. Alright, fellas. Well, this was fun. Until next fantasy season, thank you for joining me. Make sure to follow Paint Productions on all platforms. We recently have joined the Gram. You can find it P A I G N P R O. We appreciate you.